0: All right, welcome back in, guys. It is episode 31 of Rams Edge. I'm your host, Jake Ellenbogen. And today, we are going to be doing our preview right before the Rams take on the Atlanta Falcons. Before we get into that, if you're listening after the fact or live, I'll ask that if you enjoy this at any point, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss another uh, episode. Ricky, how's it going? Feel free to call in if you're interested at all in talking, giving your thoughts. Anyone can call in at any time, um, you know, give their thoughts on this game. But looking at this game, um, you know, I'll start right off the bat with the fact that I believe that the Rams are going to win this game uh, 34-17. I think they are the better team. I think, you know, obviously last week sucked, but I don't expect that to... I don't expect any of that to show up tomorrow. Uh, Ricky, what are your thoughts on the game?
1: I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I I think we'll actually get everything rolling tomorrow. It it should be a get-right game for us, an early season get-right game. Last week, you, you, you pointed out a lot of stuff. Like We was only off by not that much. Like you said, the game was, what, 17-10 to 10 going into the fourth? Yeah. So it could have easily went the other way than what it turned out to be. So we okay. We okay. We, we, no no reason to stay in panic right now if that one game.
0: Oh, I absolutely agree. I definitely am not worried. Um, now, if they lose this game, then I'd be a little worried. Um, but I'm really not expecting them to do that. You know, I think they are the better team, Um, you know, and I think that there's a lot of things to like about the Rams coming into this year. That's why I had them in the Super Bowl. But I even thought that there were some good things to take away uh, from their loss. Um, You know, as you saw, you probably saw the video that I did breaking it all down. I don't think they looked as bad as what the score showed. And it kind of stems back to, you know, what we were talking about is, you know, they're down 17-10 at the beginning of, you know, the fourth quarter. I mean, they had chances. Turnovers hurt, you know, miscues hurt. And I think this week they're going to get, you know, uh, Allen Robinson more involved. I think this week they're going to get, uh, you know, two Atwell more involved, maybe Cam Akers a little bit more involved. Uh, but I think the, the big thing here is to just get Matthew Stafford comfortable. You know, let him know that, hey, he doesn't have to worry about it. He did, I thought, four out of the seven times he got sacked, I will say this, I felt recovered sacks. um, But I still think that there was a lot of pressure that didn't amount to sacks. Uh, So I think, you know, right off the rip, you want to see, you know, does Stafford have the confidence in his offensive line? Because regardless if he does or not, you know from experience, Stafford's going to hold on to the ball and try to make the best play possible. So you always have to account for that. And, you know, when you have a shakeup on the offensive line, potentially, uh, you know, I mean, I think he's going to play. He wasn't on the injury report. Or he wasn't, you know, he's not questionable or anything. But, you know, uh, Joseph Nopum is somebody – uh, who was you know banged up last week. Allen's out. So Brian Allen is out. Uh, and so Coleman Shelton will slide in at center. And then at right guard will be Tremaine Ankrum, And they have a lot of respect and they have a lot of belief in him. And, you know, I think that that speaks volumes there. So, you know, I think, don't get me wrong, the Falcons aren't a pushover either. I think they could end up becoming a pushover in this game. I think, you know, they could... I'm not going to say have their way with the Falcons, but I mean, it does feel like a game in which Falcons played pretty well last year or, or last week, you know, <laughs> we're competitive. Uh, you know, maybe it kind of makes you start questioning, you know, how good are they? Or is this really going to be a blowout and the Rams come out and just destroy them? I wouldn't surprise if that's what we see tomorrow. Um, I have 34, 17 in the fact that I think it'll be kind of similar uh, to the last time the Rams played the Falcons. It was uh, 2019, and they ended up winning like 37-7, to 7, but that game started off kind of slow, um, and then eventually as the game went on, the, the Rams just got some momentum that just, they looked really unstoppable at that point and just trounced them, but um, it was complimentary football, and the Rams are going to have to start playing that.
1: And I agree. the The only concern going back is, Joseph's notebook. I have um, confidence in the backup center cuz we seen him play last year, correct?
0: Uh yeah. Yeah, so, we saw um, we saw Coleman uh Shelton come in. I thought he played pretty well uh last year. I thought he was pretty solid, you know, last week. So he he's definitely somebody that I'm not necessarily worried about Coleman Shelton um being at his home position if anything. I'm not worried about Ankrum either. I mean, there's a chance that this is the best five that they can put out there. I mean, there's a chance that, I'm not saying it's it's a guarantee, but there's a chance that Tremaine Ankrum ends up being, like, the guy, the missing piece, so to speak. And they find, you know, they have a pretty solid, you know, right guard in him. I mean, this is somebody they really liked, you know. He was the, uh, you know, he was taking snaps on days off. Like, when Whitworth had days off, Tremaine Ankrum was playing left tackle they like him, you know, it, it, is it a little weird, you know, that like, okay, they like him, but then he didn't really get a chance to start. Yeah. But they do like him. And so I think when you, you look at Ankrum, this is a huge opportunity for him. And I know we look at it in the scope all the time of, well, you know, what is, what, what are you doing in the preseason? He didn't look that great. Right. And what I would say for, you know, people that are wondering, you know, why we should get excited because he didn't look that great in the post seat and uh, any preseason You know, I would just say this. He's going to be around um, the starting offensive line. So he's playing with four other guys that are starting caliber offensive linemen. That is a very good thing. And I think it opens up the door for him. I think it makes things easier on him. So, um, you know, I, I expect him to have a good game, and I expect him to kind of prove some people wrong, because I think there are already some people that are just down on him and think that he's a bust. And I just... I don't follow suit on that.
1: Uh, you you instill the confidence back in us. We're really only worried about Joseph Noteboom whether he could play and whatnot. That's that was a main concern because you know, he's he's big for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think I think Noteboom. You know, he just needs to stay healthy. I'm not worried about him aside from that. I mean, there's definitely the health concern, no doubt. But, you know, if he stays healthy, then yeah. I mean, sky's the limit for him.
1: He seems to always get these little nicks and bruises that keeps him out of practice all week long. Like...
0: Which, ideally, you don't really want when you're trying to develop an offensive line. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not the best.
1: And what? he Matthew Stafford only missed... Uh, Allen Robson just a few times last week in the game.
0: He missed him a few times. I mean, I think it's a little overblown. He wasn't always open like people make it out to be. Like, he was not always open. So, you know, it's just something.
1: And, and Van Jefferson is still out this week, too, right?
0: Um, Van Jefferson's out, yes.
1: So, I mean, this this is a good game right now at this point in time because van should be back next week right
0: van might be back next week we really don't know that's that's the hope um i think he will but stranger things have happened right so you know i i think he will but it's something to definitely monitor because you know who knows right um but yeah i mean van should be back next week
1: And Van
0: opened up – did Van uh, really
1: open up a lot for um, Cooper Cup doing all the underneath stuff?
0: I mean, Van helps because of his speed over the top. He can field stretch. And what that does is it does open up things over the middle and underneath. But when teams, like, are watching the film – like, when the Falcons are watching Cooper Cup's tape from the Bills game, they're going to be thinking like we can't even we can't allow this you know so i don't know it's it's just one of those things but
1: everybody says they can't allow it but he still does it on on everybody it wasn't the perfect game last week but he was still doing his thing
0: oh yeah well i mean you know you you can try to contain cooper cup but at the end of the day it just seems like he has this connection with Stafford where, you know, his worst game is going to be like probably 60 yards. I mean, that's what we've seen. His worst games are like 60 yards, you know?
1: And it felt like like watching it, it it almost seemed like that was going to be like his worst game this year. Like, I don't know how many yards he had. I don't Keep up with all that stuff, but it it doesn't seem like he accumulated as much as like we're used to last year in like his stretches of a hundred plus yard games and three touchdowns. It just seemed like last week was an off week for him, but they really did double and triple team Cooper Cup.
0: Yeah. No, i I think you know. Sometimes you, you even have a good game plan, and you're, you're going up against Cooper Cup. It's not going to be easy. And I think that's. Uh, he's become one of those players. He's just hard to shut down. He's hard to you know really bring down. And you know that that's a good sign when you have a guy that's just that much of a you know a, a miss. Uh, you know a mismatch. I mean, it's going to make it hard for the Falcons. They have one really good corner, and the rest of the secondary, I think, is a little suspect. Um, I don't think they're terrible, but I do think the rest of the secondary is a little suspect, but I, I do think when you, you look at, uh, you know, AJ Terrell, I mean, he's, he's the real deal. He's a very good corner. He's one of the best in the league. Then you look at, you know, up front, what, you know, this Rams offensive line is going to need to do. Um, I mean, let's start, you know, right away, Grady Jarrett. I mean, you know, he, he was a problem in the playoffs when they played him in the playoffs years ago, and he, he's still a problem today. You know, he, he still is that guy. And then they go out and they upgrade their linebacker presence, getting Lorenzo Carter from the Giants, uh, Ogun Deji from the draft, a fifth rounder. They like a lot at another game. Um, Michael Walker, who's kind of a hybrid, you know, pass rushing inside linebacker. I mean, Deion Jones is on the IR, and they're still getting a ton of production out of the linebackers there. they You know, Rashawn Evans, they went out and signed him, brought him over uh, because he was originally with Tennessee. So now, you know, he's reunited with, uh, you know, head coach there, um, Arthur Smith. So, you know, there's just a lot here where the Falcons have, like, transformed their their team entirely. Uh, But you look at the defense, I mean, they do have some players that you have to look out for. In the back end, of their secondary, like Richie Grant is a solid, you know, safety. Jalen Hawkins is a good safety. Um, but they're not as athletic as the Bills' secondary. So last week, when the Bills just kind of chilled out in uh, cover two the whole game and took advantage of the fact that their secondary has just outstanding uh, range, the Falcons don't have that. So the Rams can take advantage. If the Falcons want to chill in cover two the whole night, the Rams will take advantage of that. They will, you know, put pressure on that team. And so, I think obviously the Rams would be okay with that because there, there'd be ways to attack it. They're not as talented as Buffalo. Um, and furthermore, while I do give them credit up front, they're not the pass rush that the Bills have. So, I mean, really, the Rams, in order to lose this game, they would need some really bad breaks. I mean, bad, like, injuries, they would need, you know, we're talking, like, the touchback fumble where you're going towards the goal line and you, you fumble it out of the back of the end zone and it goes to the other team. We're talking about, you know, really bad breaks like that. That is ultimately what the Falcons are going to need to win this game because I think the Rams just, they could play, you know, 50% of what they're capable of and they can still win this game. I mean, they're very talented and the Falcons are, You know, I'm not saying they're terrible. I do like some of the players that they have, but I don't know. I just can't really see a scenario where the Rams lose. I know that sounds, you know, kind of ridiculous, but I mean, there'll there'll be times this year where I probably predict that the Rams are going to lose. I'll feel it coming on. I'll see, you know, the matchup. And if any, you know, with everything and, you know, I'll know ahead of time, but this just isn't one of those times, you know, So that's just kind of how I'm looking at that. Um, Again, I could totally be wrong. Uh, And if I am, then we have a completely different discussion, you know, next week. But I don't know. I just – I feel like last week – I don't want to say fluky, but it it did feel a little fluky. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I I think ultimately – the Falcons have some some guys to look out for on the defensive side. Then you look at the offensive side. Cordero Patterson, you know, can definitely, uh, you know, be a problem if they can't stop him on the ground. Because, really, they didn't stop Devin Singletary. The Bills stopped Devin Singletary by not really using him. So, if they use Cordero Patterson the whole night and the Rams just – they are just they just tell the Rams, hey, look, like, you're going to need to stop us before we stop running football. uh, could be a long game, you know, because that's one way to do it, you know. I mention all the time in my uh my pick you know my pick shows um, when I pick at all the n f l games you know I say fisher ball, the lesser talented teams will want to run the ball, play good defense, and have the quarterback manage the game and that's what I expect the Falcons to try to do. I just think the Rams can generate turnovers, I think the Rams can get stops, and ultimately, I think the Rams are just way too talented to finish them off, so unless they have a game like last week. Um, and I, even still, even if they're, you know, they don't look as good and they look like last week, I still think they're just way too talented to lose. But, you know, that, that's my thoughts on that. I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of Daryl Henderson running the football. He ran well the last time they played the Falcons in 2019. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, Allen Robinson. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of cup. You might see some two, two Atwell. We'll see about Jacob Harris. I know they're taking him off the practice squad or, you know, calling him up from the practice squad. He'll still remain there, but he's going to come out to the active roster for game day. So that means he'll be active. Um, So, you know, in them doing that, I mean, I think it's more for special teams and and all that, but, you know, maybe it is for something else. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, it, it should be. Should be interesting. I I think you're you're looking at a 34-17. I I don't know if you call it a blowout. I think, you know, a three-possession game is a blowout. But 34-17, Rams win tomorrow. But drop in the comments uh, what you guys think. Also, feel free to call in, give your thoughts on the game. I won't be live too long, but I figured I would do a, a preview show before the game tomorrow. So... I see a lot of people comment, you know, on my, uh, on my podcast and, you know, on, you know, YouTube and Twitter. And it's like, I'm really concerned about the Rams. I'm like, look, I understand. I mean, I, I get, you know, the, the early reaction, everything I'm just saying, you know, I wouldn't react too early, you know, I think it's really, really that simple. I mean, it was a bad week, uh, you're not always going to get your best on um, in week 1. Week 1 is kind of crazy. Um and you know, you move on and you know, if they're not good week 2, or they're not good week 3, they lose three straight, they lose four. Okay, then we start, you know, really come, you know, we start really being concerned, but I'm not concerned until I've seen this game and seen how it's going to play out. Um would I change my Super Bowl prediction if they lost to the Falcons? Probably not. Um because there have been teams that have struggled to start the year. But I would definitely be a little, uh, I don't know. I'd be a little, I'd be bothered for sure, but I'd be very surprised if if they lost. Very surprised. Ricky, you have anything?
1: No, we don't have anything, but... uh... Not too concerned about it. I'm just ready to get to it, get off the the snod and get a win. You know, start going in the right direction. Last week was a little speed bump. It just reminded us that, you know, any weekend we can get beat. And, you know, it's a good thing. One thing I like about the only thing I like about the loss is the fact that not everybody's jumping on our bandwagon. bandwagon. Like, let, That's it, let true. everybody stay on the Bills and let us continue being where we are, and we can just start knocking all these Ws out. That's <laughs> the only thing good about it. That's true.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I mean, the Rams kind of just don't really care. I think they're at that point. They don't really care about the media. They do what they want. I mean, they're they're definitely – you know looking everything, but
1: well, you know one question just to get this out of the way since last weekend um they any updates on the o b j situation I mean, just for everybody else out there I know as much as you do, unfortunately, so I, I mean, I've seen certain posts and stuff. You know, about Bills reaching out to him and, you know, especially after that, what, one comment about uh, signing with whoever wins this game.
0: Yeah, I think he's been taken out of context. I also think he's having fun. And I think, like, like I saw people making a big deal about him. There was a post uh, on Instagram. The Saints uh, were – or it was something like he posted a picture with like Jarvis Landry in a Saints uniform. And everyone's like, it said, see you soon. And uh, everyone was losing their mind. They're like, Oh my God, he's going to go play for the Saints. And it's like, no, no, he's just talking about seeing his buddy in a Saints uniform at home soon. That's all he's saying. He's going to go watch uh, Jarvis Landry. He's not going to the Saints. So, you know, I think really it, it's just, it's, it's the Rams or, you know, maybe it is the bills, but I, I cannot see him leaving the Rams. And I don't think he would be leaving the Rams just to go to the bills. I think he'd be, if he was leaving the Ram, like if he was not going to go back with the Rams, then something didn't work. You know, clearly something didn't work in all that. So, mm.
1: Another thought is, is I don't, I think Jalen Ramsey is was trying to do too much in last week's game, just and he, it, it the, the fire burnt him, and I think like, what, what is your opinion on the combo of uh, 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 Bobby Wagner and I uh, uh, can't remember the other linebacker's name,
0: Ernest Jones.
1: Ernest Jones, yeah. How do you think that they're playing complimentary football to each other?
0: I think they've been great through one game. You know, we got to see it continue. But, no, I feel good about where they're at. You know, so, I mean, we'll see how that goes. I mean, I think, you know, Bobby Wagner's huge for Ernest Jones' development. Like, no doubt about it. I think he's absolutely pivotal for Ernest Jones' development. Um, and I do think that they can do kind of the the same things. They're both athletic. They both can be used in certain ways. And, you know, I think it's going to help Raheem Morris get different looks, which is exciting.
1: So, and I don't think there's much drop off. I might be crazy, but I don't think there's much drop off from having Von Miller versus not having Von Miller. That's my opinion. I think our edge rushers are holding up pretty well.
0: Are you a fan of the edge rushers?
1: I, I am, cause I like I like us getting sacks. I do.
0: I I love
1: when Aaron Donald gets them, and I I love when the rest of the line gets them. And I don't think there was that much drop off from Von to non Von.
0: I could notice. I felt like there was a drop off in the Bills game. You can notice it, but. I mean that's something that could change, you know. So I mean I'm not I'm not worried about it. I think the the edge defenders will be better moving forward, and yeah, I'm not I'm not too worried about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with the day. I mean,
0: I mean, yeah, anytime you you generate four turnovers, especially against a good football team, you expect to win all those games. So, you know, uh, that's obviously. You know, not an ideal scenario where you lose the way you did, but it's good to know that the defense has that in them, and it's not just, you know, it's not just a fluke, right? I mean, there's no way it's a fluke. They've put they've put together uh, defenses that force turnovers before. It's not anything new. So, yeah, good.
1: good.
0: good. So yeah, I look at um, I'll look at this week. You know, I think Seattle is going to lose to the 49ers. 49ers will go one and one. Seattle will be one and one. The Rams will be one and one. And I think Arizona is going to be 0-2 because I think they're going to lose to the Raiders. So, that's kind of how I see it.
1: So, if if three teams are one and one, like, like you said, who would be in the number one spot? Because I know it goes based off of strength of schedule. Would, will we be bumped up to number one?
0: Um, no, so I think the 49ers would be number one in the NFC, or the NFC West, because they would be they would defeat an NFC West division rival, so since they're playing a division team, the division record would be the tiebreaker, okay, okay. yeah, that, that's, that's what I think it is, so it's uh it would be like the division tiebreaker. So that's that's what i think but i i mean i could be wrong but i think it's it's based on division so it would be like the niners and i'm sure it would be like seattle and then the rams and then the cardinals cuz i think the cardinals are going to go too. I i don't think they're that good and i do think that the raiders you know will be able to run on them and you know they won't have a hard time you know beating them out so I could could be wrong on that, but NFC West, I think at the end two, it's going to be a bunch of one and one teams and an zero and two team. And I don't really think the NFC West is is that great. If I'm being honest, um, I don't think they're like they're terrible, but I, I don't get like the appeal with the NFC West. I think there are people that think they're a lot better than they really are. Uh, it's got the Rams in it. We don't know how good the Niners are going to be with Trey Lance. Might be a year away. Who knows? Uh, could be entirely wrong on him, and he might not even be the guy. Um, the Cardinals, I I could be wrong on, but I really don't like the way the Cardinals look right now. And I understand it's only week one, but I wasn't a fan of them coming in. And then Seattle, I mean, I think they're going to be competitive. They might not win a lot of games, but they'll be in a lot of games. So, But at the end of the day, what does that do? That doesn't really mean you have the best – division. And so, you know, you know, you look at the AFC West, the anti West we we're talking about all off season. It's only week one, but all off season we're talking about how dominant they are and they're, you know, two and two in that division. So you know, who knows? But yeah, that'll be uh that'll be interesting. It'll also be interesting to see, you know, if the Rams change anything from the game, you know, the previous game. Like, will they use a little bit more as far as, you know, 12 personnel groupings and things like that? I, I don't necessarily think they're going to necessarily go into a 12 personnel grouping, but maybe they will. Who knows? So, you know, something to look out for because if they go into 12, then, I mean, that's kind of what they did last year after the three-game losing streak. And, I mean, you could argue that's a little bit of a panic move since I think they're – They're fine, but it could also be because of the offensive line. and Maybe they're just not confident in what they saw from the offensive line. That's certainly possible, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyone have anything else? I'm good. I figured it would be, you know, a little shorter. We're, we, you know, we're, we're later, but um, I figured it'd be a little shorter because it's just more of like a stick to the point type of uh, preview. If anybody wants to throw any questions or give their thoughts or anything, figure I'd just open it up like an open forum. But, you know, for the most part, that's all I had.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just got a bunch of kids over here because we uh, had a football game today and we won. It's, Good. I mean, stepping up to the booth, it's, a, it's a kind of experience getting to see it from that angle. It's like seeing it from TV.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've actually, I've been in the booth uh, for uh, the Senior Bowl because I was covering it in the, uh, the press box and it looks, football looks really weird from up high. I mean, it looks cool, but it definitely, it's definitely a different feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. all right guys well that's gonna do it for this episode of rams edge i uh, hope you guys enjoyed um we'll do another episode after the live stream after the rams falcons game so after the rams falcons game we will have a live stream following the conclusion of the game and then we're gonna go live on here after the live stream to give people opportunities to give their thoughts on the game and just kind of recap and react. But that is going to do it for me. I appreciate you guys uh, being in here. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow.
1: All right, bud. We'll see.